<laughs> Word. All right. I thought that shit wasn't gonna open for a second. Oh no, I was playing with. It. I did a big. I did a big old hesitation on that. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're back, baby. Gotta build the suspension. Oh yeah, he built me. I was like, what the fuck's going on over there? Here we go. We got an interesting beer today. It's an, it's an IPA, but it is. I'd like to point out a single hazy single hop citra IPA, which I feel like they're not described like that a lot. I don't know. That's that's a weird description to me. I feel like it hasn't. I've never seen that. Ooh. Do a beer sip, beer can sip. I'm on the brink. I'm on the brink of uh, overflowing here, and that's a that's a lot of foam coming out of my end. Here. A lot of head, a lot of head. Um, Nothing wrong with a little head, though. No, I got a pale goldish color. Uh, tip, typical for your IPA. You already know that. We're back into the glass. I got the nice chill glasses this week. You know, cleaned them fresh. Um, I took a can sip. First impression, not bad. By the way, it's Big Tree Brewing. It's called Mr. Waterbury, and I picked it up because. It said Mr. Waterbury, and we live, if you know us, we live in Watertown, which is literally four feet from fucking Waterbury, Connecticut, but this brewery's out of Vermont, so I gotta assume there's a Waterbury, Vermont somewhere. There's gotta be. Watertown's where we're from, and you got a lot of Watertowns, Massachusetts, Watertown in there, um, Watertown, New York, York. Yep. yep, so a lot, a lot of similar. repeat towns. Yeah, I guess it's easy to throw water in with your location. Water or anything, really. Waterville. Um, water, you know, land. <laughs> and yeah, Ville. Oak. I can't lie. I don't know what you're doing with the foam there, but... Um, I'm, try- I'm trying to fight it off a little bit here so I get a legitimate sip. Yeah. Um, can sip was better than the glass sip. I can't lie. I felt like there was more flavor out the can. I got to keep drinking it a little bit, though. This is a, a six percenter, I believe. Yep, six percent. It's okay. I, you know, you, you get when you see Vermont, you get high expectations, especially with IPAs. In my opinion, I don't know. When you got gold standard like Heady Topper and uh, Focal Banger, the Alchemist Brewing, probably all all together, and I'm sure there's a couple other ones that I just can't think of off the top of my head. But you know, Big Tree, I don't know. I never heard of it. You heard of it before? Never heard of this. Never heard of anything about it. Um, <clears throat> Vermont, I'm sure, has their hidden gems. Oh yeah, that we don't know about. Uh, it's cool to get out there. Um, we've yet to, we've yet to. Well, I know you've had it, but Fox Farm is like a hidden gem in Connecticut. That's not like crazy exactly, big. exactly. Yeah. Um, those places, I'm sure Vermont has them too. Those places that don't really uh, distribute to package stores. And I mean, this one we're drinking obviously does, but I'm sh- those are what I mean by like a hidden gem. They don't even distribute. You go to the brewery, you get that drink, and that's that. Yeah. Um, but we can't say much about this place. We can't say much about the big tree brewing. Yeah, I was going to do some research on it, but I was like, huh. The uh, It said Waterbury, so I'm thinking, you know, it's Connecticut, but I've never heard of it. So I'm thinking it's new. So I'm like, oh, it's probably not going to be much anyway. But then I saw Vermont, whatever. It is what it is. I didn't, I didn't get any research, but it is what it is. I'm going to give this a quick one. I'm going to give it like a... Six two. Sounds good. Six three. Six three. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna fall a little lower here. Um. I don't think it's bad. Nah, you know what? Yeah. It's not bad, but it's not wowy either. And when I let it, uh, it, like let it swish around your mouth for a second. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, like let's take like a little bit of mouthwash. Like let it swish around. I did that a couple of times. I didn't. I didn't. 
like it that much. Um, it's forgettable to me. It, it, you could, I could drink this. Forgettable is definitely the word, but I don't want to. I don't want to put it in the fives because the fives is like where I start to feel like it's not a good beer, and like I don't want to finish it. This I'll finish. I won't buy it again though. No, nah, it's biting too hard for me. I'm I'm really not a big fan. I give it a, a five point four. Wow, five four yeah. point it's, difference. Yeah. Mine's like, see, I'm going down back to 6.2 because that's probably where it should be for me. Yeah. Like, um, if it's anything, it's going to go lower than higher. IPAs like this, they're, you know, you'll hear the term, like, the bite behind it, that real bite. And, it, I mean, this one has a real tropical bite behind it. Um, yeah. Maybe that's intended for, for the taste to be more on that bitter side, like a real strong tropical. It's just, it's not it's not for me. Um, it's not leaving the best taste in my to mouth. To me, it's like. It doesn't. It hasn't decided, and like this is a weird way to say it, but like it hasn't decided what beer it is. Like you know, like New England's got a certain taste. Like Double's got a certain like way about them. Like this is like in between. Like it said, a hazy double, a uh, single citra, you know, whatever the fuck it was. It's like, is it a hoppy? Is it is it a hazy? Is it a is it a double? It, I don't know. I just it doesn't have like a, an identity. It doesn't taste like I can't. I don't know what to group this in. I don't. It's almost. It's like a Budweiser for IPAs. Yeah. Um. I'm seeing a score of like 87 percent on here. That's um, a bunch of bullshit. I, I I think beer ads gets a little too generous with community it, it, scores. It, it, it is. I think they. I I don't know if you could pay to get a score up there. Cause like, look at like Yelp. You could basically pay to have good reviews. Basically. Or that. Or that's. Or they have like an algorithm where. You pay a monthly subscription, and people will see that you have high reviews. Like, in the in the lower ones are kind of hidden. Whereas if, like, you don't pay, they almost highlight the bad ones. It's kind of crazy, actually, how they do that. Yeah. I mean, it happens all the time. It, yeah. it, it's easy to pay for all that reviews and all that. Oh, um, yeah. 100%. So, uh, to backtrack, just a beer advocate for one sec, because I pulled it up. And I'm seeing um, tangerine... Um, Tangerine and orange peels, and I think orange peel is a little accurate when you yeah. bite the peel, taste the peel. I don't get peel. tangerine. You, you know, you know when you when you when you taste the peel, it's that bitterness to it. it. It really has that flavor to me. I'm not. I'm just not a fan of that. Really, yeah. not uh, it's fan. not. It's nothing crazy. I actually kind of knew when I poured it that it wasn't like if it was a little bit more cloudy or like a little bit more yellowy. I feel like I would have had a better first impression. I get that. Of, I, of, I could see beer. that. I could see that part of it. So, anyways, ah, anyways, I don't know. There's a lot going on. I mean, I think it's just been a lot of busy week. I dude, mean, definitely it's been a, a busy fucking week. Busy dude. week. Strap for time lately. We're here recording on a Wednesday, by the way. Um, middle of the week, probably probably the most hectic time of the week, to be honest. Just strap for time. Uh, mine's in a lot of directions right now. Trying to get a lot of different shit done. Well, we're in that period of where it's like, I think both of us are in a period of like progression, like. You got a lot of new shit. I got a lot of new shit. And then we're still, like, working out the kinks of, like, getting consistent schedule-wise with the show. I mean, it, we're still producing and whatever, but it's like, you know, record on Sunday, clips on Tuesday, and then next week they're on Thursday, which is, you know, it's, you know, it, it's just a lot of balancing that hasn't really balanced out yet. Exactly. Exactly that. Um, still trying to find our groove with it all. We're still here recording every week. But I mean, yeah, a lot of uncertainty. I'm just trying to trying to do a lot of good, a lot of lot of lot of new things. But I mean, on the bright side, um, 
trying a lot of new things, trying to start a business, trying to do little things here and there. And it's a lot of uncertainty. It's a lot uh, overwhelming, scary at times, but things you got to fight through. Hey, we got to move forward. You know, you got to keep moving forward. But, yo, big shout out. I don't want to say no names, but Rob's sister. I don't know if you want to say names, but Rob's sister got married over the weekend. Yes, my big sister, my my big sister. Yeah, she's she's a fan of the show too. Uh, she have no problem. My sister Lena. Hey, what up, Lena? Marrying her man Mark. My Shout now, out to Mark. That's my brother in law now. Wish I could have made it to the wedding. You know, I would have turned that bitch right up. Yeah, but, you know, I had to work. So. Yeah, I had to work. I mean, I I had I was in the wedding party. When you're in the wedding party, a lot of responsibilities. I mean, I hope my sister hears this, by the way. But you have a lot of responsibilities when you're in that wedding party. For sure. And really, not not most of it doesn't hit you until the very end, that last week, mm. when you get the tux rental, then you have the rehearsal dinner, then you have to go through the actual wedding. And it's very demanding. A it lot is. of things going on. And it's a lot of schedule, too, because it's like, you know, rehearsal dinner, uh, whatever, boom, 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 getting your tux fitted. You gotta be at somebody's house getting ready because they're probably doing filming of the of the preparation or whatever. I don't know how they did it, but that was what my experience of it. But it's a lot, and it's a lot of just being on somebody else's time. But you know what? It's all good time. Oh, hundred percent a good time. I mean, it was demanding because of the pictures, like we just said, and in like that scheduling, taking videos, pictures, um, the limousine, and where you gotta be at certain times, the entrances. I mean, I tell you what. I mean, I went in with the entrance. I was coming out first. Yeah. I'm not trying to go out there just walking. I mean, set if you tone. if you do just walk, not nothing against that. I just wasn't trying to. I was trying to set the tone and kind of lead the hype charge behind it. Not to mention by that point too, empty stomach. I did not eat this wedding at all. I drank a lot. You got to drink plenty. In between, I mean, in the weekdays too, it's not like we're drinking. We hardly even drink. Yeah. Either of us has hardly been drinking. So at this wedding, I was ready to go. My tolerance came back to life. I was you know what? It is slugging crazy these how that works. When I needed to be there, it's boom. There. That excitement was there. I was ready. That 18-year-old version of us comes out oh, real quick. Very quick. You got to tap into the reserve. I won't say 18. I'll say like 22. Those tanks. Reserve tanks Prime are ready. Drinking. Ready. You don't know where you're even. How do you even filter? It's like I just grow out an extra, uh, extra liver out of nowhere to filter all the shit out. You know what, though? When I was at the, the last wedding I was at, which was at Dave's wedding, um, I felt like I wasn't as drunk as probably I f- not should have been, but expected to be. But I also say like I dance a lot, so one I'm moving, sweating, you know, whatever. But like I can't have a drink while I'm dancing because I'm just gonna spill all of it anyway, you know. So it's just like I feel like when you're dancing and shit, you drink a little bit less, remember more. I felt like I still forgot a whole bunch of shit that actually happened, but. You know, I could could have been worse. Yeah, you're you're real loose naturally, even when you're sober. Me, I'm more on the stiff side. Um, I'm your stereotypical. As soon as I start drinking, yeah, I want to hit the dance floor. Yeah. Uh, progressively towards the end of the night, that's when you're gonna see me out there, probably tripping over myself because I'm very clumsy, uh, especially when I dance. But yeah, we had a great time doing all that. Yeah, that's cool. Um, skip dinner completely. I don't like sitting around though. That's for damn sure. Uh, very, I was like a mad fucking ant at this wedding, dude. I had to be everywhere. Had to greet everyone. Yeah. Had to jump Especially into some kind of conversation. Family, family wedding. You yes. gotta, you gotta, you gotta move around. But you know what though? I kind of want to bring this up. I feel like food at weddings is just obsolete. Like you spend such and such amount of money per seat as the person who's like organizing the wedding, bride and groom. And dude, it's like you get like you know steak, fish. You get your like steak, fish, chicken, uh, ve- veggie option, whatever. But who gives it? Like nobody really wants to sit down and eat 
and waste time. Once that music comes on, let's fucking go. Oh, 100%. Like, I would almost rather it be like like the whole wedding is just finger foods. I wish that it was like that too. See, now coming from a large Italian family, um yeah. For some reason, I mean Italians, we got this sense of class for what reason and fanciness. You know, I don't need all that. No. Nah. Uh, if this was my wedding, if I even went to a wedding and you're talking you're talking like a hot dog food truck, maybe a barbecue food truck, maybe some sandwiches, like one of the, you know Something when you get those small. fucking thirty-two length foot length sandwiches. Hell yeah, I would love to stock up my win with that shit. If you want to go get a gourmet dinner. gourmet meal, go to a restaurant with your wife or girlfriend or whatever. Dude, you're moving too much. I mean, you're moving too much. There's too many a, people to meet. You're gonna eat a fucking eight ounce New York wedding with, with uh, mashed potatoes and, and vegetables and, and get the itis, dude. I, I, I let me tell you this too. I hate getting shit stuck in my teeth, bro. I ordered a steak, right? Missed the whole fucking steak, by the way. I missed, I missed three courses because I don't even know where I was. I was not sitting at the table. Yeah, fuck that. But either way, I didn't want shit stuck in my teeth. I don't want my breath smelling like ass. I'm telling you right now, I got floss in one pocket and gum in the other. I don't even want to eat as it is, especially when you're in an environment like that. If you had something in your teeth the whole wedding Fucking and terrible. they took pictures, it would literally be like in every picture. Like if you smile and there's shit in your teeth, those pictures last forever. Dude, I mean, obviously every picture lasts forever, but it means but like it, they're always going to be looked at. Do you get what I'm saying? When something's so minuscule but could really bother you and spread like a like a goddamn clump of mold mm. in your mind and just that's that's something like having something stuck in my teeth would do to me like bother me until it would ruin my entire mood this is a crazy transition because somebody said this to me earlier today now let me ask you would you rather get a popcorn kernel stuck in your throat that's happened to you before right I think like so. not like you're choking uh, on it, but like you get that little like lump that you just can't get rid yeah, of. It kind of like, right it kind of like flutters a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Or get a or break a toothpick and have it be stuck in your teeth, like a toothpick though, like it's sharp. Break it in my teeth? Yeah, like you're like, using like, it, a, like a shard a, of it. There's, there's like a shard of a toothpick, <clears throat> like in your, excuse me, in like your gum or tooth. A toothpick. I'll take the toothpick in my tooth. I That's guess. what everybody else said. I felt like the corn. I feel like the toothpick's going to hurt. It's going to hurt like a bitch, but the corn's a little more hazardous. And yeah. Also, when you have a drink and there you chuckle or something, you might start coughing like a maniac. Like, I just did that last weekend. Like, I inhaled the wrong way. Mm. And then it just feels like something's stuck in my I throat. I do it on like, Xbox all fucking time. For like a half hour. You know, it was terrible. Um, I don't know. I mean, I know the better option seems like the kernel, but I think... I think the kernel is more dangerous. Yeah. And it might cause complications down the night, like down the line probably. in the middle of the night, kind of. It, it probably it sounds more dangerous, when, but I'm not sure what the actual danger is. No, but I'm like saying. choking, it probably could choke. I'm saying initially it doesn't seem, it seems like a very small issue. But I think when you drink something or when you eat something else, it's not going to just knock it down your throat for good. I think it might stick there it's and then stuck. start getting you coughing and yeah, all that it's shit. stuck, like you feel the lump in your yeah. throat. It's yeah, annoying. That is annoying. That's really annoying. But the toothpick, though, I don't know. That's yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess. I guess maybe toothpick is probably the right answer. I don't know. But yeah, pesky, my initial uh, thing was corn. What? I think pesky little things like that, or uh, like what? I, I said another one for me too is like the collar of my shirt. Like if if I was wearing a poorly fitted shirt, say, 
and I could just feel it kind of like uh, like brushing on your neck, brushing on my neck, uh, like a little loose when I sit down, stand up every time. You know, what? like that would start getting to me. You like, know what's the worst? Like, Polo shirt, right? Co- collar up, not collar up, like popped collar, but like your collar is in where it's supposed to be, but like the edge is just a little curled, just a little bit. That shit, on I will take an iron to that collar for forty five minutes. If it doesn't come out, I might just throw the shirt out, or this. Like, see how you got all this curled up here? Just, like, one piece. Like that. That shit bothers me. That bothers you? See, I kind of like that style anyway. Well, I didn't nah, but if it, but you had it all the way around. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. talking if it's just, like, one piece that's up, that shit bothers the fuck out of me. Right. If it was, if it's symmetrical, that makes sense. Pesky things, you know? Pesky. Yeah, pesky. Like, What's, you know, like, other pesky shit that's dude, annoying? I'll, I'll tell you one right now. A worn-out shoe at the bottom. Oh. Did you ever get that one? At the like, bottom? When, like when you take your shoe out and the sole like tape comes with you? Like that, the sole that's another shoe? one I didn't even think about. I was thinking about something totally different. We'll get to that one in a second. I'm talking about the sole, the, the bottom. How do I explain this in the words right now? The bottom of my shoe, the edge, like a little rubber piece might come off oh, near the heel. Yes. Right? And it starts dragging yes. on the floor. Yes. And you could feel it with every single step. Horrible. No, you have, to, you have to take it off immediately. Yeah. You have to. You have like to. Just rip it off or something. I've thrown out, I've thrown out shit. Another another thing, when you have a shirt, and like it fits money on the shoulders, chest, but like if you were to raise your arms, your belly button shows, that annoys the fuck out of me. Like it's just like the bottom, like the bottom, like when your arms are down, the bottom is fine, but it's like at that. Point like you know if your shoulders go up, it's too tight. Yeah, it's too yeah, high. yeah, it's too much. That shit annoys the See, fuck out of me. When I, when I close shop, right, and I'll be in a dressing room, I'm doing all these little tests like that. You know, I do a lot of different tests, and yeah, and uh, people bust my ass all the time for taking too long in a dressing room. I gotta make sure it's an ideal piece of clothing. Yeah. See, I, I I definitely don't do as much as I probably should because I've definitely taken home clothes that. In the dressing room, I thought they fit, and then I got home, and they didn't. I've done that multiple times. Like, I have two shirts over there right now that are perfectly good shirts, but I'm, like, trying to shrink them. Because in the mirror, they look good. But, like, then I got home, and they weren't. Another one I do, because this one will really annoy me, too, is when I try the shirt on, pull at the chest, see how much room you got. Because too much room just looks... Fucking ridiculous! And it looks, you, and then the collar is like, yeah, it, lo- it looks like they threw it on on a gorilla and then just put it back on the hanger. Mm-hmm. It's just that I don't like. But then I go down to like the waistband part of the shirt, the mm-hmm. very bottom of it. Yep. And I give it. I'm gonna say I'm. I, I could show you this, but I don't know how to say it into words like a demonstration. But I give it like one of these where. How do I explain test, this in so the words? You test the elastic, elasticity of yeah, it. Yeah, so I kind of grab the whole shirt and see how much slack there is. Like, I'm making a, a U-shape out of the shirt right now, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By grabbing the bottom of it. Yeah, yeah. You're basically so, taking all the slack of the shirt and bringing it to the front. If that has too much slack, too, yeah, yeah, yeah. then it looks straight up stupid. Like it's loosey-goosey on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. That, that's another one. That's That shows me that the clothes see, the, is really it, it cheap. Sucks. You know what? It sucks being short because... Like, if we got too jacked, we'd be fucked. Oh, yeah. We'd be fucked. Oh, yeah. Because shirts would fit either perfect on the bottom and too tight on the top or too tight on the top and, and perfect on the bottom. No, I, I mean, human, like there's no in-between. Human beings come in lots of shapes and sizes, yet we're divided into a few letters. Facts. 
S M and L. <laughs> the, the, the main one. <laughs> I mean, you know, the way the, then we have the XLs and the X, whatever. How many X's do you want to throw on top Dude, of it? Dude, the big and talls, man. What about those? The Michael Orr's of the, of the world. Yeah, that big and tall section, too. In, I only say Michael Orr because there's a big and tall reference in the movie. Dude, in, in clothing today is like 100% tailored to, to the large. Like large is the normal, in my opinion. I think large think? is normal. Hundred percent. I think large small. Is I think small's the normal. For from for men shopping, at least no. I think it's a hundred percent. It begins at large. I think there's always an abundance of large everything. Yeah, you're probably right. I think honestly, but even I shoes, think, even shoes. Like I mean, I guess shoes more is like like ten. Yeah, but I think it starts at large, and then you see extra large, and then XXL, and I'm like. Are people really this big? Do they just prefer loose clothes? But I think it's the norm. Dude, there's some there's some big there's some biggins out there. No discrimination. But there's some that's, large that's how that's how the country that's how the United like States is. Like if you're is. big, big, like dude, dude, there's a show, like thousand pounds. Like where are you buying your fucking clothes? I don't know what we do at that point. Like big pun, where did I don't he know. get his shirts? Custom shit. Custom. Yeah, Has to be a lot of fabric. But, yo, before we, because it's already 20 minutes into the show somehow. I did want to bring up one thing, and I don't know if you know anything about this, but have you heard about Dave Chappelle getting canceled? Yeah, actually, yes. Um. So Dave Chappelle got canceled because of his uh, last special on Netflix, and he talks about, like, the LGBTQSTUVWXYZ community. And is that offensive, that what I just said? No. Oh, okay. Um. But yeah, whatever. He says some shit about it, but I don't know. I, I, do you feel like people are too sensitive now, or or what? Are, are we, is it, is he getting crazy? Is he getting out of line? Well, the, or what? Well, the deal is with Dave Chappelle is, I mean, so he drops this new thing, yeah, made by Netflix, but Netflix knows what they were getting themselves into by they backed him. So Netflix, yeah, they backed him. They suspended some other employees that were lashing out. Um. And yeah, they're 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 taking Dave Chappelle's side. They knew what they were getting themselves into. Yeah. Um, it, it. I don't think Netflix is just kind of reckless by doing so. I mean, I think the guy has a. You know, he he has a known fan base. He has an established fan base, and they know what Dave Chappelle is about. Yeah. You can't cancel this guy, and I, and I want to say this too. You can't cancel a guy like Dave Chappelle because he wears the shit on his sleeve. Yeah. There's people. When you get an instance like John Gruden, if you don't know, head coach of the Raiders, coming out with yeah. slurs and coming out with offensive remarks. And you're not doing it in a t- – not that it wasn't tasteful, but, I mean, Dave's wasn't tasteful, but – But you have a guy like know. Gruden who's in a professional a professional organization who holds him to a certain standard. Standards. Yeah. And you're, you're being held to a certain standard. You have to act accordingly. Someone like Dave Chappelle wears that shit on their sleeves where the, you know what you're going to expect. He cu- publicly comes out and does the stuff, and he established himself. It's the same way Tyler, the creator, used to come come from talking about all his shit with, with assault, sexual assault, all his shit, all the shit he would say. Crazy. Yeah. Top of line offensive. Same thing G- with— Like religious shit, all that yeah. shit. Eminem, too. All these guys. But you can't really cancel them because that's just how they established themselves in the first place. See my my so my main point was I saw this and um I didn't see the special yet but I will but I saw this post and it was saying that Dave his main point of like doing the skits that he did and let me just go on record saying that me and Rob both respect everybody and what they do and 
you know, there's no disrespect. We're not trying to offend nobody. But what he was saying is that uh, you could make fun of uh, the black community, and it's like nobody's supposed to, nobody gets canceled. It's like, oh, you know, you're not supposed to do that, blah, 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 blah. Like, shame on you. Uh. But, like, the minute you say anything about the, their community, it's like a, fin- like a fucking insane. So I think the point of him, like, doing that, what he was trying to say is, like, yo, like, everybody just make fun of everybody and just stop being so crazy about it. Or if you're going to get offended, then let's be let's have it be a level playing ground. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. See that. The, like, if you're gonna if you're gonna get offended by this little like joke, intentional intentional joke, like you know you're coming here for jokes, you're coming here for borderline offensive shit, and you you went and then you got offended, like, dude, just level playing field then. Well, that's yeah, that's one perspective on it, and I that's how I would see things too. But then there's a counter argument to everything. So then there's the counter argument that overprivileged people are colorblind. They don't they don't feel the same way that other groups do. Mm. And it turns into, well, you simply don't know how they, they feel, so how could you possibly you know, you're you're using or your you privilege. Can't too much. It. You, you can't understand it. You can't understand it. You can't understand it and that's what it turns into. Now, I get that too. I mean I get every I you know and that, try and to that, stay open minded. Well that's we have all these groups, we have all these communities. Everyone has a voice and they're talking about it. But yeah, like you said, where do you draw the line? I mean, is it going to be a level playing ground or not? See, my thing is, if and and it goes back to your establishing yourself as soon as you come into the game. Like, yo, Dave Chappelle did a skit where he was a blind African American man who was the leader of the KKK and didn't know he was black. That is some crazy shit. I mean, this is back in the early two thousands. Obviously, it was a little bit. You know, I guess desensitized back then. But it's like, yo, he established himself. Like, he's edgy. He's doing the shit that you're not supposed to be saying. You can't. You can't. Just don't go. Just don't watch. Just don't watch Well, it. that's all that happens is that the people offended just simply don't watch. And, I mean, that's all that realistically can happen. I mean, Netflix isn't just going to drop the show or... No, absolutely not. Or and just they drop him. Because you know what? I, I feel in comedy, every every entertainment is a form of art. And comedy is a form of art where you got to make fun of everything. In my opinion, you, you, you there's no there's no area that you can't go to. As I mean, you know, I mean, I guess there is a certain line. Kind of. But it's thin. You know what I mean? Like there's gotta be you. You should be able to touch everything if done tastefully. You should be able to touch everything. Thing is, every every comedian speaking for a comedian, like they have their gimmick, right? Like they have what's expected of them, almost. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter what, Dave Chappelle's always gonna have his fans. There, his no one's gonna stop Dave Chappelle's fans from not being a fan. Yeah, because they have that certain way, their own perspective. I think it's just like, yo, just laugh at yourself, man. Be, be, like, have a sense of humility. Like, shit is funny. If it's funny, it's funny. If it's not funny, then it's not fucking funny. Well, exactly. It's just that, and then whether you find it funny or may, or maybe you make the argument that, okay, well, you're attacking someone else's mental health, or maybe you're attacking a whole other group and you're offending them and you're putting them down. I don't know. 
And I, and I seen something, and I hope to God this is not offensive. It was, it was the Leo, uh, Theo guy. You seen this guy, Theo, the mullet dude? He's pretty big right now, TikTok no, a lot. No, Whatever, he's a comedian. I don't, I don't know who that is. You you'd probably recognize him if you saw him, but I literally was just taking a shit before we uh before we got here. And I was on TikTok and he and he just did a stand up with uh, te- uh Netflix and one little skit he goes So uh what's up? Crowd, you know whatever. He's like, "So my cousin got bit by a gay dude." And he takes like a minute pause and he's like, "So we'll see what happens." And, like, it's just a very subtle joke, but, like, that's funny to me. You know, it's it's funny. Like, ha, ha, ha. Like, obviously, it's not, like, it's not, like, a disease or something like that, but it's just, like, a little playful joke on it. You know what I mean? It's a it's a joke because almost everyone understands that it's a joke. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You got to understand it's a fucking joke. Stop being so goddamn sensitive. It was like we went through a period of like a lot of education and increased awareness, but now everyone's aware, but the jokes are still there. Yeah, dude. So we, everyone understand. I feel like everyone, everyone's starting to understand that more about the awareness thing. Yeah. Be more aware of it. But the jokes didn't really go anywhere. Nah. It's just, okay, we understand now. But just, don't cross I, I just feel comedy is one of those things. It's just, for it's comedy, just, yeah. You just don't, you just don't, just let it be what it is. If you're going to go looking for comedy, understand that it's a joke. You cannot be offended by it. It's a fucking joke. Yeah, that's the art, that's the art behind the comedy. That's it. How, that's what the, re- the reason are, it's here. Because are we going to keep going until we have to watch every single thing we say? And then and it's just like your your whole mind is filtered. Yeah, and then you wonder why we our generation and the generation after us is filled with anxiety. Because all we can fucking think about is... Well, should we say that? Should we say this? Should we say that? Should we say this? Instead of just saying shit for the fucking fun of it. I mean, granted, obviously, you don't want to be disrespecting nobody and, and making fun of people's cultures or where they come from or how they grew up or who who they like and what the, whatever, whatever, and intentionally try to hurt their feelings. But if you go looking for comedy and you get it and it relates to you, either you laugh and if you don't find it funny, you just wait till the next joke. Oh yeah, in my opinion, and I could leave it at that. I mean, if you don't like it, just stay away from it. Yeah, that's it. As simple as that. Just let the let everyone walk in their own line. I mean, that's stop it. trying to be like interfere too much and trying to do a little too much. Yeah, but whatever. Anyway, we're over thirty minutes. Holy shit, that was fast. Uh, that was one of the that was really fast. I feel turbo episode, baby. Turbo episode. Episode um. Boys and Bar Talk episode fourteen. Fourteen. Season four. Almost three three quarters of the way through. Thanks. Big Tree Brewing. Uh, you know, Mr. Waterbury, Mr. Over Underwhelming. Underwhelming. (laughs) Peace. (laughs) Peace.